Baptist Church and of our campus in Lexington, Kentucky. It is our prayer that as you listen today, you will be encouraged, challenged, and equipped to be all God has for you. We invite you to join us for worship on Sunday mornings at 11 o'clock a.m. at our Todd's Road campus near the Hamburg area of Lexington. Good morning, church. Uh, sorry I couldn't be with you this morning, uh, but what I thought was a sinus infection actually turned out to be a little bit more. So I ask that you uh, keep Maggie and I in prayer as we uh, try to get through this week, and hopefully we get to see you soon. But this morning we're going to be talking about God's laws, duties to God, and others. And I'm going to be uh, referring to questions 6.1, 6.2, and 6.3 in the Echo Catechism. So if you have your little book, it's on page 29. And um, the first question reads, What does God require of all people? To fear God and keep His commandments. Where are God's commandments most clearly given? In the Ten Commandments. What is Jesus' summary of God's commandments? He said, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment, and the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. Now in Exodus, God gives us his commandments. He gives us his law. Typically, we view them as the rules. God told us what we should or shouldn't do. Do this or do that. So we should follow them because that's what he said. I'm sure many of us have been in that situation where we are with our children, nieces and nephews, or our siblings at a cookout, and they begin to wander over to the grill and begin to reach out to touch it. And we tell them, no. We are giving them a commandment or a rule. Not because we want them to, not because we want to be mean, but because we love them. We don't want to see them get hurt. I said no. Yet, they are tempted to break that law. Maybe they didn't understand why we were setting that rule. And of course, inevitably we get to the, to the, you see, that's why I was telling you no phase. But because they broke the rule doesn't mean that we cast them out of our family. We show them how much we love them by tending to their wounds. The laws or rules weren't given to us just for us to follow. God had made a covenant with Moses and his people because he loved them. He was setting them apart because they were a new people who had been stuck in bondage for many years and were exposed to many ancient religions. It may be that in the Old Testament there were over 600 commandments because God was teaching his people how to be his people. God wants his people to remain his people and to be in a right relationship with him because he loves us. Now, some of y'all know that Maggie and I spent the month of June in Texas. We were visiting our children and family. Unfortunately, while we were there, we had some car trouble, which caused me to have to fly back to Kentucky last week so that I could be here while the car was being repaired in Texas. Now, Maggie stayed behind for that week. But during that time, 
I was communicating with her via text during the week since that's the way we normally communicate. It was after a few days that she reminded me that I hadn't called her to talk on the phone or FaceTime. And obviously, I had hurt her feelings. You see, when we took our wedding vows, I made a promise to honor and cherish her, and I hadn't done that. I was taking her for granted, assuming texting was enough. We had made a covenant of love to each other, and because I had failed to honor it, I was not in a right relationship with her. Now, when I took those vows, making sure to call wasn't, not, wasn't a specific vow that was listed. But in order to be in a right relationship with her, I need to show her that I don't take her for granted and that I love her. When we think about God's laws, we take it for granted that God has made a covenant with us out of love. And many times we just view them as rules that we have to live by to be a Christian. Even if you look at how the commandments were set up, we see that the first five are about loving God, teaching us how to love God, and the second is about loving others. And when we read them, we see them as specific commandments, but God was showing them and us how to love him and others, how to be his people. And the first question we read today, it asks, what does God require of all people? To fear God and keep his commandments. Now, usually when we think of the word fear, we take it to mean being scared of something. But in this sense, it means to be in awe and respect. We are called to be in awe and respect of God's law and to keep it. It's not that we should follow the law because we're scared of God, but because we are in awe and respect of him. We need to remember that God loves us and we love him. In order to be in a right relationship with Maggie, I need to be in awe and respect of her in our vows. Although sometimes I am a little scared of her too, but only a little bit. When we read after the Ten Commandments, we see that there are hundreds of instructions that are given to Moses and the Israelites on how to be God's people. God wanted his people to be in a right relationship with him. He wanted to keep them safe from falling into the practices of other religions and gods. This was a crucial time in the life of the Israelites and God's instructions were key to how they were to live. And even though they were given these instructions directly from God, they continually forgot them and would fall into the practices of other religions. But when they had fallen away from God, he was always ready to pick them up and make things right between them. He was ready to heal their wounds. When we get to the New Testament, we see that Many have taken the law and now base everything on following every individual law. They were living and judging by the letter of the law. They were texting. Now question 6.3 asks, what is Jesus' summary of God's commandments? Jesus wanted to communicate the true meaning of the commandments. First, love God. Second, love others. Then he says, all the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. It's also important to remember 
that the covenant between God and his people were given so that they so that we could demonstrate to those outside of the church how to love. Many times we see the church judging the world by its covenant laws. These laws weren't created for the world. They were created for God's people, for those in a relationship with God. And we are called to invite people into that relationship with God, to take part in this covenant. Unfortunately, many times we see the church is telling non-believers why they can't be a part of the church. Remember, love God and love others. Jesus didn't say love God and judge others. So are we following God's law? Are we loving God? Are we placing idols before him? And in this sense, we're not talking about graven images and uh, physical things. Are we placing other priorities in front of God? Are we misusing his name? Are we doing things in the name of God that aren't truly what he has called us to preach or to say? Is God our everything? Is our first priority priority to love and preach his love to others? And secondly, are we loving others? How do we treat others? Are we demonstrating God's love? Are we taking care of the poor? And not just financially poor, but the poor in spirit as well. As we transition into communion this morning, I invite you to remember and reflect on the covenant that God has made with his people. With each instruction, what was God trying to communicate? A love between God and his people. We also remember the covenant that Jesus made when he gave his life for us. God is inviting us into a right relationship with him. Will we show our love for him by keeping his law? Would you join me in prayer this morning? Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for the laws, Lord, the commandments, Lord, the covenant that you made with your people and with Moses, Lord. As you set your people apart from the world, from other religions, from bondage, Lord, we also ask that we respect that covenant, Lord, that we follow that covenant this day, Lord, as you have set us apart, Lord, from the world as well, Lord. But we ask this morning that as we demonstrate our love for you, Lord, that we also demonstrate our love for others. That our love, Lord, for others just invite people into a relationship with you as well, Lord. That we make sure, Lord, to follow your commandments, Lord. That we love each other. That we love the poor, Lord. That we seek to help all those in need. That we place no one above you, Lord. That you be our priority. We're thankful this morning that you allow us to come before you and take part in this covenant of communion this morning. Be with us as we participate this morning. And we thank you for all that you have done for us. For it's in your holy name that we pray. Amen. God bless you.